0: um
1: here we go we're live let's let's go we're live yeah let's go
0: Yes. Hello, Melroseans, the world over. I'm Tom Catalini.
1: I'm Jen LeClaire.
2: And I'm Cindy Turvalon. Hey,
0: and this Cindy. is this is Let's Talk Melrose, Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose. And we have a fantastic Melrosean joining us as a co-host this evening. Welcome aboard, Cindy Turvalon, wow. Melrose resident, um, mom, and just citizen extraordinaire. How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, so uh, people of the uh, LTMM community, you could be a co-host too, or you could nominate somebody to be a co-host. Go to letstalkmelrose.com. The last Melrose is uh, left off for savings and uh, (laughs) click a button on the front page and you could fill out a little form. It's quick and easy. And then you get yourself on TV or whatever this is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and join the conversation. This was inspired by what people are, well, oh, what service, but what people are, are talking about on their hanging out on the, on the porch. That's the idea. Um, we're just talking about what's going on around town and anybody is welcome to share their ideas and share their opinions. Right. Jen, also Jen, let us you know what,
0: about? Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. I was going to ask you for the rundown. What are we talking about tonight? Oh, I I was going to say something. No,
1: not more important, but I was going to say also to the, to the already fans, let us, we always like to also say to let us know where you're tuning in from, what street um, participate in the conversation virtually by uh, throwing something in the, in the comments. And we'll try to respond. um, If we can see it on time as we're, as we're chatting. Right now, uh, it's no really no different than back when we were in the studio and we didn't know how to answer the phone. It's <laughs> kind of still like that, but we'll do. But Listen, we do well, our best. We've
0: digitized. We've digitized the process of not being able to respond.
1: <laughs> right, <quickly. laughs> exactly. Um, so this week we're super psyched to have Cindy joining us. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're talking about a whole bunch of things in in the news this week. Uh, we're cleaning up Melrose. We're getting to net zero. We're wayfinding and finding our way. There's public art. We're talking about ranked choice voting as the second ballot question on the on the Massachusetts ballots this uh, this election cycle and we're talking to Cindy a little bit also about um, online and sort of different school options in the that are part of the Melrose uh, public school system um, not something separate but kind of like what what Melrose has what we have to offer here um, so that's that's kind of run down you know
2: what that means Cindy I think that means the sports or news. News.
0: <laughs> news. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> news. And the first segment of news this week is... Now I'm going to toss it to our co-host, Cindy. Uh, I'm going to toss it over to Sportsball with Jen LeClaire. Jen, what's the update on sports this week?
1: Right. Being the expert that I am... Um, so Melrose has a, a huge we just keep getting more and more and more famous around here. Melrose is the is the place to be and this week it's because uh, former Melrose High school basketball star Shay Petty who is already amazing because she's already in the and uh, the WNBA in a game against the Phoenix Mercury hit a three pointer at the buzzer to help lead them to a one point victory over the Washington Mystics in a what you're telling me is a first round winner takes all playoff game. I don't know what that means, but it sounds amazing. It's good. Uh, it sounds good. Um, so Shay Petty, she is uh, from Roxbury and played at MHS as a student from 2004 to 2007. And she left at that time as the school's all time leading scorer for girls or boys. So congrats, Shay Petty way to bring it home for for your team and for Malavs, that's pretty. That's pretty cool, and it it made it made the news around. Do we do we know if she's still the all time leading scorer? I don't know that. I don't know.
0: Well, since I was uh, I was uh, getting some crib notes from Karaji on that, I'm going to assume that it's very well researched and thoughtful. <laughs> and the way that that sentence is phrased, uh, that we now are saying that we plagiarized, is probably uh, accurate. And I would I would say that that still holds. At the time she left, she was, but yeah. I don't know. She was an amazing player. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. She was an amazing player and you know fun to watch and it's great to see uh the, the, the student athletes uh, go Thanks. on to some some bigger success. She's she's kind of cleaning up out there in the same yeah. way that the city may or may <laughs> not be cleaning up, Cindy. Did you hear about the street sweeper thing, Cindy?
2: A little bit, but why don't you tell us more about it?
0: So what happened was uh, it went to the city council. Uh, the DPW wanted to buy a new street sweeper. I guess the last one. I guess the we break- got to go
1: all, all go out with brooms now. Well, <laughs> I'm here, well, I The, the brakes went <laughs> yeah, out right? and
0: it's sl- it, the brakes went out and it slid down a hill or something. And they were like, all right, this one's all done. But it's how much, mo- what do you think a new street sweeper goes for Cindy? Like 30, 40. What do you think?
2: Oh, it's gotta be a hundred
0: grand. Yeah. $243,000. So oh. it's real money. Maybe it's worth it because we are required as a city to do street sweeping twice a year. Once a year, they contract it out, but they like to have one on hand. A lot of money gets swept away. Preferably one with brakes. Yeah. Uh, But I guess this went to the city council and it did not pass. So a lot of these things you sort of expect to be kind of rubber stamped a lot of the times. This one got some pushback and lost by like one vote. I guess they had to go. uh, And I actually, when I read about this, agree with the decision because they were. Uh needing to go into the city's stabilization fund, which has something like six hundred grand in it, and to take, you know, two hundred and forty-three thousand out of that for a street sweeper when you can contract the service. I I would kind of wait and see how the next, you know, fiscal year shapes up before I committed to that myself. Yeah, yeah. Or buy a used mm-hmm. one. Apparently the the one that with the brakes up <gasps> Maybe went
1: maybe we could find one on Buy Nothing. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness, let's connect the dots. Yeah. We'll put an ask. We're you know put what? to can put in, we can put an ask out We're gonna there. We're going to do
1: that. We're going to ask the community for a street sweeper and see what we come if up with. anybody's
0: got a quarter of a million dollar street sweeper there <laughs> well, no, that they're that. not
1: using <laughs> anymore. Or what or
2: even better, what about someone who knows how to repair the brakes on it? Gives oh, there a you job go. To yeah. fix the brakes on it.
0: There know. you go. I don't know.
1: Build we'll the
2: see. economy <laughs> We'll
0: see. Uh and what else going on in the in the, in the in the city, Jen, I think you had uh, an update about. Yeah, net there, zero. Were co- there were
1: there are a couple things I I heard about. Um, so there's a there's a survey out there. Uh, we'll we'll put it we'll put a link up there. So the city wants to know um, what you think about and how you think we'll get to our goal. It's in our it's in our city plan of net zero carbon emissions by 2050. So it's a climate change and environmental issue. This is something that's in partnership with MAPC, the Metropolitan Planning Board. Um, so there's a there's a survey out there you can you can give your opinions and uh, figure out how we're going to how we're going to sort of do our part in the in the climate change initiatives um, here in Melrose. There's also kind of a smaller thing that that you can do small but not small honestly really um, is uh, there's a community wide cleanup now they this is uh, keep Melrose beautiful does this every Earth Day but there's another one coming up on Saturday October 3rd from 9 a.m. to noon. So keep Melrose beautiful in partnership with Zero Waste Melrose, El Pond Improvement Council and Melrose Solid Waste and Recycling. So if you want to get out there and help kind of clean up. Can, can, I, can just yeah, that, I just uh, share briefly
0: that one this. of our, our yeah, production yeah. team has already found They're a street so sweeper. 8500 bucks. We go. Free, free local pickup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we solve problems here to solve a real problem. I love we, 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 better, we, we got about to about tell it. the mayor to get on this because there's five people watching it. Is watching so it well, we, our research team,
0: our research team is second to none so uh, but yeah so cleaning up did you did you talk about the community cleanup
1: i did yeah so so check out keep melrose beautiful they have a facebook page and you can you can sign up as a as a volunteer if you want to go out hopefully it's a nice day and just spend a couple of hours uh helping tidy up melrose until we get the street sweeper Can
2: I also um, Can I also yeah. put in a plug here too? Yeah. I, yes. As a segue. That there's also a bottle and can dry mm. going on this weekend on yeah. Saturday from eight thirty to eleven thirty at the high school for the marching band. Oh great. Bottles and cans and um, drop them off and then it not only will help clean up the city, but it'll also help the marching band. So help them do what, Cindy? This we talked about this. This was the oh, win yes. of the week last week. The win of the week. This They're is going the- I am they're going in 2021, hopefully if COVID will be over and in our rear rear mirror, but they're going yeah. to um to Pearl Harbor for the 80th anniversary so yeah, playing that's, there that's super cool. that's amazing big deal big invitation and well-deserved those kids yeah. work really hard yeah and awesome. Mr. Rapucci does a great job um and their first practice was tonight actually they're out on
1: the fields so awesome. um yeah it's exciting so awesome so we can, we can, bottles and can cans clean
2: don't up and recycle her. yeah
1: clean up yep awesome that's hard work too doing those bottle and can drives we get that one for, for di and it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of work
0: it's a fun of. that's a fun way for everybody to participate bring yeah. a big sack Easy. down there and drop it off um yep. other couple other quick notes uh, before we move on from the news but uh in the cleanup category the uh city and the follow your arts placemaking and wayfinding initiative has uh awarded that to nine artists uh have been selected for various installations including multiple utility box and other murals, a mosaic installation, a sculpture, and even a walking poetry installation at El Pond. So all kinds of new stuff coming. uh, Yeah. um, uh, Coming along. And then the other thing we wanted to in the announcement category, we want to get out there is uh, Mav the Melrose Alliance against violence will celebrate its 25th anniversary this fall. Um, Great organization. Uh, and they're planning a whole series of uh, virtual and socially distanced events. We'll talk about them more as they come forward, but we just want to get the word out there early. Go to their Facebook page and follow. They're going to be um, putting up a lot of stuff about their history. They are holding their candlelight vigil in October, which will be streamed on social media and MMTV. The annual walk, which is going to be one of these things that's worked really well for like the Boston Marathon and the Pan Mass Challenge, Mm -hmm. where you do like a virtual walk. Mm -hmm you know, individually on your own over a weekend, uh, October 24th and 25th. And it has like a treasure hunt (gasps) feature. So you go, yeah, you go to uh, M A V W N aav.org and you register and you'll get the information and then they'll know who's participating and they'll keep it organized and there's also a domestic violence awareness bracelets available Beacon Hill Wine and Gourmet uh, Halo Studio and Mighty Biter Frame so uh, we'll talk about this more I think uh, as we get closer to October but uh, like their page and follow along uh, and uh,
1: It's a it's a great organization. I'd be happy to help in 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 any in any event and to be involved, but you totally hook line and sinker with treasure hunt for me. Like I'm like, I'm in. Nice. (laughs)
0: Totally.
1: (laughs) Sounds fun. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Okay, Okay. so uh, we wanted to move on to uh, we had talked about this thing that a lot of people got in the mail uh, last week, uh, the voter information. And last week we talked about um, the right to repair question one on the ballot. This week we're going to talk about question two on the ballot, which is ranked choice voting. And uh, you can vote so you can vote to leave. No would leave the system the way it is. Yes would introduce what they call ranked choice voting so instead of just picking one person for an office that you're voting for you would rank them in order so what does that mean how does that work we thought we would bring you uh you know some ltmm research uh to help explain this and we thought what better way to convey this than uh we were planning uh an ltmm movie night and we're thinking Mm -hmm. about doing uh an 80s movie can you guys see the screen we can
1: yep i can see
0: it you can see the screen okay uh i got a very complicated setup here uh, yeah the technology oh, going. Right. so we <laughs> thought if if the ltmm crew and i don't mean just like the on-air personalities the production team i mean like uh, you know the catering department uh human resources facilities yeah uh, you know uh, physical therapy department uh counseling uh, you know just all of the departments getting together research Fully artists <laughs> yes
1: uh, Aaron makeup. makeup, yeah. Aaron
0: makeup, right? Wardrobe, Wardrobe yeah. So Wardrobe. We had,
1: it's a big team.
0: If, <laughs> so if we wanted to do sort of that company outing kind of thing, and we wanted 80s movie night, that sounds good. Okay, we've yeah. got five choices. So mm-hmm. here are the classics, right? Pretty in Pink, Back to the Future, Top Gun, Caddyshack, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So here's the okay. five that Jen had in in her uh, uh, vault at home. <laughs> And let's say we wanted to vote. You're so are too far would, off, actually. Right. <laughs> what we would do is, so let's say we put the movies down the left-hand column. You can see each of those five movies and across yeah. the top, if you can see the representation of the 25 members of the LTMM team,
3: <laughs> right? Yep. So
0: you can imagine if we each got to vote for one movie. We would each make our selections and you would tally them up in an unsurprising way, right? So, Pretty in Pink comes out at three and Back to the Future gets five. So, you can see the totals here three, five, four, seven, six. So, the winner in this case is Caddyshack. Yeah. It got the most votes. However, right. um, you know, a lot of people voted for a lot of other things. So, it doesn't. Yeah, really yeah, right.
1: Up. Yeah. It's really not the majority. It only won by one vote against Ferris. So, and yes.
0: Yeah. A close race. And, it, yeah, Jen, what you just said is absolutely the key to ranked choice voting. It is not the majority, right? Mm-hmm. So what if instead we each got to choose and rank these from one to five? You would then fill in the rest of these squares, something like this. So you can see mm-hmm. it, person one ranks them, you know, four, one, five, two, three, and so yeah. forth.
3: Mm -hmm. And if you added
0: up all the ones, the tally comes out exactly the same, right? Three, five, four, seven. But that's not how ranked choice voting works. What you do in ranked choice voting is... Somebody has to get uh, the winner has to get greater than 50% of the votes. So we got 25 people on staff. So you're going to have to get 12 and a half, or if I would round up to 13 <laughs> in this case. Good idea. <laughs> to see, so what we would do is we would actually eliminate the the lowest vote getter, is eliminated, right? So pretty and pink only got three Sorry, votes. Sorry, Molly it's, Ringwald. It's okay. Yes. Uh, sad to see that go. Um, I do like that movie, but uh, so you can see those first choice votes now, instead of that person no longer participating in the voting process, we go to their second choice, right? Mm -hmm. So three of these, those three votes transfer to two of them go to back to the future, one go to Ferris Bueller. And so that person has some input into that. And we tally them again. Now we have three tied for first place. None are over 50%, but doesn't matter. Uh, uh, the tide for first place because we're, because none have 50%, we're going to go and eliminate the bottom choice again. So this time Top Gun is going to lose. If the technology cooperates with me here. Uh, Oh God. Now I don't know how to go back. (laughs) 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 So Top Gun uh, loses and we shift those number one votes to their number two choices. Right. And we end up with, with back to the future, having nine votes. Uh, Caddyshack having nine votes, Ferris having seven. So again, we're gonna eliminate Ferris as the bottom vote taker. And what you can see here happening that I think is really interesting is not only do uh, the the folks that voted one for Ferris Mm -hmm. go to number two, but uh, in in some of these cases, the number two choice has already been eliminated. So we count their number three choice, right? Mm -hmm. And we tally them up. And then in the end, you have Back to the Future winning over Caddyshack 13 to 12. Uh, and what happens in this scenario is by using the ranked choice waiting, this is everybody's, the one that wins is everybody's, in this example, first, second, or third choice. It's nobody's yeah. fourth choice. It's nobody's fifth choice, unlike right. when Caddyshack had one. If we took that black line away, you would see there is a number of, uh, of fours and fives in there. So the argument for ranked choice voting is this is a more balanced representation and your voice isn't eliminated. If you vote for a candidate who's in last place, you're not mm-hmm. just sort of no longer participating in the rest of the tallies. And uh, in order for there to be a declared a winner, they have to uh, cross that 50 percent threshold. That
1: was really fascinating that was yep. really helpful tom catalini
0: so huh? what we what, we decided, really cool
1: to, let's, what we decided to let's play to, this out
0: yeah let's play this out so that's the mechanics of ranked choice voting and we thought once the pandemic's done or if we can arrange a, a facility large yeah. for social distancing we would invite the entire ltmm community worldwide so the producers right now are posting a link to a Google form where you can do your yeah. own ranked choice voting on these five movies and we will do we will send it down to the research team, the analytic data analytics team to do the calculations by next week so that we yeah. can see what the LTMM community would select of these five movies for.:
1: They're standing by. For, for us we are we are standing by it. maybe maybe I would kick that up a notch and say maybe if enough of Melrose participates we can play this someplace that 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 everybody can see when the time is right and it's safe let's go all the way let's see what Melrose wants to wants to watch
0: I don't yes. know where, but <laughs> yes, and well, when I say LTMM community, that includes every oh, person in Melrose and everybody else who's interested in Melrose. Worldwide. And
1: and Melrose, Scotland, they'll and all Melrose fly Scotland. over. Yeah, of and, course. Yeah, yeah our friends, our friends from abroad will come to watch. <laughs> The, the results okay this sounds that's great. the
0: mechanic so on question two if you vote yes for that that's what you're voting for That I like more it. more balancing I do like it after digging into this and running through some examples I'm totally in favor of it it applies to all statewide offices all state uh, legislature offices um, and, and primary and general elections and we'll follow up and share more details on that in future episodes and maybe we'll even get that guy Cazella to come in and talk a little oh politics, yeah the data
1: guy uh, get our, our data guy this. back in here
0: Oh, He loves this stuff, uh, he loves the, 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 the adding and subtracting. He's probably he's probably dividing and multiplying for all. He we probably know. knows
1: how to do the new long division. Just saying. Right. Oh, um, Oh,
0: that thing with your fingers or is that I already in the old one? <laughs> I don't know. All right. We have to move it along and get to our uh, featured discussion with Cindy Tervalon. Yeah. Uh, To talk about uh, schools in Melrose, so we had a little uh, pre. We know Cindy and uh, we love Cindy, and but we had a little pre-meeting and we got into this discussion. And my goodness, wasn't it uh, fascinating to learn? what you have learned we're all going through a different experience here in uh, the city of melrose and the school committee we followed it covered it closely on the show here all the decisions about uh, going back to school and the hybrid model and all of that and that has caused a number of decisions we talked about that here some people making other choices uh, and cindy uh, you did some research into online schools that were, as you explained it to me, still in the Melrose School District. So I was just wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with us and the viewers just kind of a, a quick overview of that just to get us situated. And then we'd love to yeah. dig into some more details.
2: Yeah, I think that... um as most people in Melrose are aware that we have what's called school choice. And most people think about that only in terms of our- I was not behavior.
0: aware of that. Wow.
2: <laughs> well, I think we did though, right? When your kids, when you came, when your kids started oh, kindergarten, kindergarten. Yeah. you had to choose between the Roosevelt or the Lincoln. And of course you chose the Lincoln because you are what you could probably throw a baseball right. at three doors field, down. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> but you know, for some families when they're halfway between two schools, they have to make a decision or, if there's a particular teacher they want or if they have a kid with special needs they might choose one one over the other but most people sort of stop thinking about school choice after they make that decision because for the most part our kids filter into the middle school and then on to the high school but there is then more choices other than that for example some kids like to go to tech school so we have the opportunity for our kids to go to tech school versus the high school but we also have two virtual schools that have been around for a long time one of them was um there's two actual virtual schools that are um, part of our school choice they have been for 20 years Um, one of them is in green is actually has a home base in greenfield mass it's called the um i'm going to make sure i get it right it's called the greenfield um greenfield commonwealth virtual school and the other is called the tech connections academy or teca um and they Um, like I said, the Greenfield School actually has a building in Greenfield, Mass, but all of the classes and all of the students are virtual. And um, TECA TECA is actually a national program that was established um, and and then has superintendents, pretty much like we have, but has like a leader for each state to make sure that all of the state regulations are followed. Um, And so, These schools have been online, like I said, for 15, 20 years. They already know what it's like to teach. Can
0: can I ask, Cindy, how did you even find out about this? Because I really, my my kids are almost done. My my youngest is is senior in high school. So we're almost done with the system. And I never heard of this. And she's actually taking ingenuity classes, Mm -hmm. which are half online, which was a total revelation to me a couple of years ago. How did you find out about these other resources that you say have been around for so and, long?
1: And can I just add to that? I w- My follow up question was going to be, how is what you found different than the ingenu- ingenuity? Am I saying it right? How ingenuity, how, yeah. how, 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 how are they different?
2: Sure. Awesome. So, two things. Um, so, the first question, how I found out about it, was twofold. One is that I have a, these schools w- were designed years ago for a number of different scenarios, right? So, they can be for kids who are star athletes who want to focus on their art or their, or, or, you know, or are dancers or actors or lacrosse players who need to be able to practice or travel for meet their meets. Um, Or for kids who have really bad health issues who need to be in a hospital for a lot of time. So a traditional brick and mortar school, regular classroom schedule doesn't work for them. Um, And so because I have a daughter who's now in college who is pursuing the arts this was an opportunity i had looked into these options for her so i had it turned out that we didn't use it um but we went a different direction but i had sort of looked at them briefly for her then um and then um when the pandemic hit back a while ago a friend of mine mentioned them again and i did some additional research back in april um, so that's how, I, that's how I found them initially. And um, how they're different from edgenuity is that edgenuity is um, a program that is very similar in how the teaching is taught, but it's not an all-encompassing program. It's not a whole school. It's a supplemental program that the Melrose Public Schools is using. Yeah, and that's
0: the way my daughter's using it. She's taking 3 classes there and that's what she did oh, last okay. year, that's what she's doing this year. She still yeah. goes into the building for some classes. She plays on the tennis team at Melrose High, you know, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff.
1: Right. And the and the school this year without like like I know Tommy, you you had you had looked into that and um explored that option for her Th- this year with the with the pandemic and with the remote and hybrid models, the Melrose, what they're calling Melrose Distance Learning Academy um, my daughter was, our, I, think that, I think that they're doing all the, lang- a lot of the language courses through that. My daughter was automatically enrolled in, the, in, in that program for her, for her language courses. So, um, exactly. so like you said, it's, it's, it's a, it can be a few, just a few classes or whatever. So hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: And, um, and so these are just other options that I think a lot of people don't even, or didn't even, or don't even realize are available.
0: Um, for them, I mean, we're a Melrose news program, and we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know about that. I don't know. When we're that all I would parents call us of
1: Melrose news program, but. Oh, anyway, Newsy. <laughs>
2: Newsy. It's really interesting because both schools are K through twelve programs. Um, they have teachers that are accredited and certified in Massachusetts. They have um, support systems. They support you know special ed programs, IEPs, the the whole the whole spectrum. So they're they're nice opportunities now, is- you're to look into.
1: Is there that it does it does sound great, especially in the in the in the current environment um, for for folks who would say um, for folks who would say what you know I, I really need my kid to, to be in school and to be around other kids like what kind of community do they offer or did you have any questions or concerns about kind of socialization for your for your student. Well, so Theo, I could just so I have a
2: nine just to give a little background, I've a ninth grader, so he's a there freshman too. in the high school. Yeah, exactly. They're peers. <laughs> They're peers. Um in high school. And um, and he's actually doing the Teka Academy this year. So tech academy this year. Um and one of in one of the reasons why we chose to do that versus the Melrose Distance Learning um was because it just was taking such a long time for mellowers to make their decisions and move forward. And Theo's a high anxiety kid. We needed a program. He needed to know what was going to be happening. And so a school that has been doing this for a long time and had a set set program. He knew what his classes were going to be. He knew what his teachers were going to be. He already knew who his, um, kid, the kids were going to be in his class because he got a list of them and their email addresses so that they could communicate with one another. That made a big difference. So the school is used to it, the kids being all remote. So they do a really good job of promoting online community. The teachers reach out. They're um, available via text and phone from 830 to 330 all day, every day, Monday through Friday. So okay. the teachers are available in that way. They also have um, an online a place, like office hours, um, where they can just pop into a virtual classroom to meet with their teacher at any time. So uh, or during the office hours, so um, that's available for them. So that's an, also another place where the students can come together and talk. Um, and, and they, then
1: he also, he also still is like, he's in the band. Like he, you you're, he's also still able to participate in other, in the, in all the Mel, melrose because it's part of the school system, all the other extracurricular stuff. He's in the band. He could play sport or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's not a private school. It's part right.
1: of the school system.
0: So right. He's right.
2: Still that, that, that.
0: that's cool. Yeah. yeah it's, it's,
2: it's really great.
0: So it's a school in the Melrose school district. Is that Mm-hmm. True. It's
2: a school in the Massachusetts school system, and okay. all Massachusetts students can attend. So, for example, um, there is—I I don't know how many families in Melrose are are in Teca, but I do know of one other family for sure, and um, they also have a ninth grader, and she's in two of Theo's classes. So that's great, and they are both in honors um, biology together, and so both, they both—they just had said about. Uh, DNA exam last week. And so they were able to study together virtually, um, which was kind of great. And they're both here in Melrose. So, um, but the other kids in Theo's bio and, and the other girl's um, class are from all over Massachusetts. So cool. So is
0: there, there community building uh, student to student? You talked a lot about the teachers being in contact, which sounds great. Uh, is there any student to student they get their email addresses or is there, I mean, is there any sort of like organized, structured thing that cultivates Well, there that?
2: used to be a ton of stuff before COVID. They would do outing. Oh, you, I wasn't oh, even like thinking I was
1: going to ask if they do like meet oh, and greets or anything yeah, in, and all in person. Meet
2: and greets. So yeah. that's really obviously scaled down. Yeah. But what they do have is But that's no
1: different than, I mean, we can't do that now. So exactly. You're not losing but what anything. They
2: are, what they are doing is they have this great. So from 830 to 330, all of the teachers are really available. They're online. You can call them, you can text them, you can hop onto their, their virtual classroom and so forth if they're not actually in their, in their classroom teaching. But then after that, from 4 to 1030, they have what they call peer-to-peer tutoring or peer-to-peer learning. And kids can sign up to, um, can say, hey, I'm in algebra. And I'm going to open up a classroom and, or a a meeting room. Why don't we get together and study or work on algebra together? Or an upperclassman can say, Hey, I aced algebra. I'm willing to tutor if you want to, if you need help and the kids can then all get together. So it's, it's, and because it's a virtual school, the technology is pretty robust. So the kids have um, a lot of videos that they can watch and um, a lot of, lesson plans in the first week or so to learn how to use the technology that's really great so it's pretty quick and easy to get onto these um zoom pretty much like the zoom calls like we're doing right now so yeah. that you talk and see each other and help each other out cool so
0: so um that sounds just like a great option, and we're in the pandemic, and it sounds like they've been muted a little bit in terms of their uh, in-person community. and it, but it sounds like what you described as a great option, just given the anxiety about the school year and working with an organization that's a little bit more practiced at this. Um, is is something you think you would stick with,, uh, you know, if the pandemic ends next fall and everything's back to normal. Uh, Or, or, you know, or do you have any sense of pros, cons or what, how you think about that decision a
2: little bit the other day, I think that there's some great pros and there's obviously some cons as well I think for pros, I think that the that this is a because their main focus is virtual um the teachers are well trained they have figured out the technology they know how to teach online and that is great that's great i think academically it's really robust and and they they have a lot of supports in place to help students become really independent online learners which is terrific so so i do feel like Theo is gonna get a really good um, academic year under his belt and he's gonna learn a lot and that feels really good. Um, so those are great pros. The cons are that these are kids from all, the kids in his class are from all over Massachusetts. And so they're not part of his immediate community, right? Hard to get a um,
0: kickball game together.
2: Yeah, you know, and, and so I would say once the pandemic is over and it's safe to get back together, I would hope he, Would go back to to Melrose High School, be with his friends, be a part of the community here, be back in marching band, supporting the football team on the field versus you know virtually um, out there on a Tuesday in with their masks on and. you know, so that would
0: be my hope. Um, well, thank you, so,
1: thank you for, thank so you for so sharing all yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome, and that's and that's so good to hear because you know we know. I mean, Melrose is is a great is a great district. I mean, we're um, we're we're in this situation like like everyone else, like every other district. And I know that everybody's making the best choices they can. It's just good to know that there are some options. What's good for one kid is different. Is you know, not you know. Is, well, and different. I and
2: I, I, I too that my our decision was not that we. I, I love the Melrose school system. Right, right. It was fun, great. We just needed to make a decision for him. Earlier, earlier. yeah, sure. Earlier that, what was yeah.
0: So, so yeah. I, th- I think later on, we're going to have to get Dr. Kuchenberger on the show and find yeah. out, like, I wonder, Financial impact is like you know, as mm-hmm. kids as uh, make these choices like yeah. y- like you did and we did. Uh, how do the, how does the financing work and the state funding and how all that's going to happen? So I think we're going to have to do a little follow up to. on that because yeah, because yeah, I think things are are being sort of disrupted and reshaped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, that was
1: really helpful. Really, and and good luck and good luck to Theo. Ah!
3: <laughs> <Hello>.
0: Zoom bomber!
1: <laughs> and then there's this one. Hello, zoom bomber. Okay. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> <I> miss you. <laughs> oh, we just great. make all kinds of things happen on this show.
2: <laughs> Hi. How are you, Cassandra? I'm great. I'm Where are great. you? Um,
3: I'm She's, in North-
0: Cassandra's a veteran of the show, you know. This yes, is not I her know. first appearance.
3: I know, I know. Um, I'm doing great. I'm actually, I'm in North Carolina right now. I'm at school. Um, this is, I'm in the house that I stay in when I'm here with my roommates, which is awesome. I'm in week five of uh, hybrid classes mm-hmm. in my, getting my BFA. Uh, and that has actually been amazing. It's been a really, really great experience, so.
0: How are they running the classes down there? What do you when you say hybrid? Because you're you're, yeah. you're doing theater stuff. You're right? in theater, yeah, so how do I you
3: am. do that? So we, it's really interesting. It's different for each class and depends on the teacher and what we're doing. But um, one of my classes is called Demos. It's my acting class right now. I'm working with this teacher, Molly Maxner, and we do class outside. We do it six feet apart with masks on the whole time and we're working on our play. And um, that's been an amazing experience. And I feel like oh. I'm learning just as much as I would have been had we been in the studio together, if not more, because now there are less crutches as an actor that you can use because you have to have physical distance. You can't hide yourself in a lot of the ways that you used to. So it's actually been, for me, a really great way to, to open myself up more as an actor. Um, C- and then, Cassandra, so-
0: some people say that this show has gotten better as we've gotten uh, boxed into the corner of uh, Zoom and all that. Is you, I mean, you watch every week. Are you? Would you agree with that assessment?
3: That's funny.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but you watched. But you watched this week. How'd your mom do? She didn't watch. Amazing. Oh, you I just came in just now, right? <laughs> so amazing, mom. Oh, I was latched onto every word. <laughs> you no,
3: know, she's. Uh, I get it all from her. She's
0: the best. <laughs> and how's how's the uh, uh, out and about in North Carolina? What's it like down there? Is it different than being at home in Massachusetts? I notice, you know, around here, there's a lot of compliance with mask wearing and all that. Yeah. If I go uh, out of state, uh, certain directions for a certain distance, it seems to change. Uh, how's it? How's how do things look in North Carolina? Yeah,
3: uh, it's definitely um, definitely been a shift. I feel like, at, like when I'm at home and especially in Melrose, it's so good to see how many people are really like being thoughtful and wearing their mask and remembering that it's about protecting the community and not just about yourself. And I definitely feel like um, here that is not the same. And even like the signs that people have posted are very different about like wearing masks. A lot of them are like, we have, we're required by law for you to wear a mask. It's not my choice. Like it's Got
1: not it. me. Oh wow, but interesting.
3: Sure, asking and things like that are just very, very different for me. So it's been kind of a little bit of culture shock, just in the in the way that people talk about it too. Because I just feel like the conversations that I was having when I was home about COVID are very different than the ones that it seems the community down here is talking about. But I think that's part of living in a different place, and it's exciting to get to be a part of this community and start. What, the about, uh,
0: what about the students? Um... Uh, on campus are
3: about the masks on <laughs> campus. Nobody is allowed to be on campus without a mask. Yeah. I feel like all the action for me, at least, especially within my department and within my school, because everybody who's here wants to be able to do their art so badly and yeah. was kept away from it for so long that we're really all about what are the protocols. What are the guidelines? Let's follow them because we don't want to have that taken away again because this just feels so much better and more robust than it was before. I feel like I'm learning a lot again. I'm getting to be in class with my teachers again. It's It's a smaller group of us and half of us Zoom and half of us are online. We're wearing masks, but I still feel like I'm getting the training that I wanted and that I'm paying for and that I'm not having to lose out on part of my education just because we're in the middle of a
0: pandemic, which is so I was speaking to one of your uh, former classmates, uh, Mia Catalini, uh, <laughs> recently. <laughs> and sa- same thing at UVM. <laughs> I mean, uh, same thing at UVM. They're totally pulling it off. Uh, the yeah. students are fully on board and they just want to be there and they're having so much fun. Like yeah. rather than look at what you can't do, they're looking at what you can do. Yeah, and they're just exactly. having a ball.
1: Yeah, I would say I would say the same. My daughter, my daughter's at UConn. Same, same thing. She's like, we we want to we want to be here, and we'll, yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do what we need to do to be able to kind of finish out our our semester here. So,
0: so Cassandra, also you were the inspiration for the research that your brother is now taking advantage of. And after yeah. the, as this show <laughs> airs maybe thousands of Melroseans will be taking oh, advantage no. of. So you, you, should be, uh, you should be proud of that.
1: You're, you're an official influencer, not in the way you imagined. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm, the kids say, I'm right? Influencer. So yes,
3: yes. Like not like, like, not like this. Mom and dad. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, speaking of uh, influencer, I think it's time to dance it off. Yeah. And Now we have a professional uh, entertainer on the yeah. panel tonight to help us out. <laughs> Do you have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's All right. I'm ready.
1: I'm ready for that move. So, we'll,
0: thanks for joining everybody. Thank you, Turvalons, and to everybody in LTMM land. Can't don't wait. Don't forget to vote. Ranked yep. choice voting. Ranked on our choice link. voting.
1: Vote and for ranked choice voting. Yeah. And we'll see
0: you around town. Can't
1: wait to see you back in the
0: 02176, Cassandra. <laughs>